The Evangelism Diamond, a model for successful evangelism, by Ron E. M. Clouset, read by Matthew Hall. Ron E. M. Clouset, Demon, is the Ministerial Secretary for the Northern Asia-Pacific Division and the former director of the North American Division Evangelism Institute. The secret of success is to find a need and fill it, to find a hurt and heal it, to find somebody with a problem and offer to help solve it. This well-known phrase, applied to many aspects of life, including business, may also be applied to evangelism. Jesus lived that principle, saying, quote, The Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. End quote. Luke chapter 19, verse 10, NKJV He did for us what we could not do for ourselves. What do people desire? What are their basic needs, regardless of culture, geography, age, and education? I believe there are four. Guidance, practical help, friendship, and God. And that is what we as a church should offer people. They will respond to such an approach because it will meet basic human longings. To use a sports analogy, we can understand the four needs as the four bases on a baseball diamond, the shape of a baseball field, with home plate, the last base being the ultimate absence in their lives, God himself. Let us unpack the evangelism diamond. 1. People crave guidance. Working in Northern Asia, I have come to realize that scores of people wonder why an all-loving, omnipotent God is even necessary. To be sure, a relatively small percentage of the world is strictly atheist. Still, many more have married a belief in naturalism, such as evolution with trust in spirits and powers who are godlike but are completely different from our Heavenly Father. In fact, according to the Joshua Project, a whopping 42.5% of the world population has no clue about the God of the Bible. So, before anything else can take place in their journey to a God they do not know, guidance is what they require. Direction. They must have the leading of the Holy Spirit. But that need is not limited to populations devoid of Christian values. It includes many secular and even religious people in so-called Christian nations. The big question is, what can we as Seventh-day Adventists do about this? We can pray. Faithful, focused and strategic prayer is the first base of the evangelism diamond. We cannot get to the next step until we reach this one. Many may be tempted now to stop reading. Consider it a religious cliché, but I am not speaking about casual praying. Many Adventists I know are sincere and yet still do not know how to pray, trusting fully in God's promises and pressing with daily conviction before God's throne for people to be saved. Consider, for example, that God, quote, desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth, end quote. 1 Timothy, chapter 2, verse 3 and 4. NKJV. Jesus knows that many more people are ready to respond than we expect since the fields, quote, are already white for harvest, end quote. John chapter 4, verse 35, NKJV. John assures us that if we pray on behalf of those who have not yet committed the unpardonable sin, the requests we have asked of him will be fulfilled. 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. Christ urges us to ask, seek, and knock because God will surely answer, 
especially our need for the Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 11 verses 9 and 13. He also said, quote, Whatever you ask in my name that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. End quote. John chapter 14 verse 13. NKJV. And, quote, If two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. End quote. Matthew chapter 18 verse 19. NKJV. While they are marvellous promises, Christ had one concern about them. Quote, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? End quote. See Luke chapter 18, verses 1 through to 8. NKJV. Intercessory prayer for unbelievers is a largely unexplored area of ministry in the church, but it is absolutely essential. The church desperately needs focused, serious, faith-filled and systematic prayer intercessors, even for large, broad-based initiatives. Every congregation should have teams for strategic mission prayer. No longer an add-on to mission, prayer must take centre stage. Otherwise, relatively few people will continue to advance along the evangelism diamond toward home base. 2. People desire practical help. Unbelievers must come to realise that Christianity is different that it works in real life. Practical and disinterested acts of kindness will go a long way towards softening the hearts of those searching for a God they do not yet know. Here is where our various communities and health ministries enter into the equation. Cooking schools, stop smoking clinics, parenting classes, financial seminars, stress management seminars and programs for the poor and disadvantaged will help but just as necessary is a personal willingness to help friend and neighbour. Quote, The strongest argument in favour of the gospel is a loving and lovable Christian. End quote. Yet, how does a local church express consistent love for others? The truth is that human beings, Christians included, are inherently selfish. Most will give of their time and efforts for the sake of others, but within boundaries. And yet, when you read the Sermon on the Mount, you find Jesus rejecting such limits. Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through 16, and verses 38 through 48. How can we reflect the lavish and unconditional love of God day in and day out? Ellen White helps us. Quote, Whatever the profession, no man has pure love to God unless he has unselfish love for his brother. But we can never come into possession of this spirit by trying to love others. What is needed is the love of Christ in the heart. When self is merged in Christ, love springs forth spontaneously. End quote. The only way I can consistently love and give time and again to others is if I go to the source of love day after day and fill my heart with Him. It is the love of Christ through me that works, not my inherent capacity to love. Helping others in practical ways leads unbelievers to second base on their way home. 3. People want friends Making friends with unbelievers, of course, is closely related to our previous point. Being consistently kind and generous to others will inevitably create friendships, and everyone needs friends. Studies on loneliness show people deteriorate and die sooner without meaningful relationships. However, at this point, 
many Adventists make a mistake. They value their human friendships above the one their friends may develop with Jesus Christ. I have known well-meaning Adventists who had made solid friendships with non-believers because of work associations, family ties or hobbies they both like. They find some affinity that binds them together, and they treasure doing things with them. However, they will become selfishly protective of those friendships to the point that they guard their friends from a closer association with the church. For example, they may not invite people to attend church services with them because they fear the members' flaws will turn their friends away. Or they do not ask them to attend evangelistic meetings because they know their friends are not ready to hear sermons on Bible prophecy. But that may indicate more of a lack of trust in God working with their friends than actual concern for them. All of our congregations have faults, and our methods, though well-intentioned, may involve risks. But we must watch what God is accomplishing with our friends, not what we are doing with them. So inviting others to our small groups, our Sabbath school classes and our evangelistic meetings and spending valuable time with them while connecting them with others in the church is key to the spiritual development of non-believers. We involve them in the social as well as the spiritual aspects of what it is like to follow Jesus. This is the third base. Now we are ready to point them to home plate. 4. People need the Lord The most important objective when working with the lost is to get them home, to guide them to Jesus. Leaving people on third base without bringing them home ends in cruel disappointment. What people need the most is not our friendship, kindness or prayers, as critical as those are in soul winning. What people require most of all is Jesus himself. Without him, we are only helping generate a thirst that will never be quenched. How do we bring them home? The simple answer is by exposure to God's word. Having worked for many years in evangelism, I have seen countless people come to Christ. I am convinced that nothing is as critical when doing evangelism as exposing people to the word of God. That is when the Holy Spirit can work most freely in people's lives. Time and again I have observed people brought to deep conviction of what they should or should not do as they came to understand the plan of God found in his word. Quote, For the word of God is living and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. End quote. Hebrews chapter 4 Verse 12, NKJV. How does this happen? Primarily through two venues personal Bible studies and evangelistic reaping meetings. Professional evangelists have learned that people must encounter a certain amount of biblical teaching if we are to expect them to make decisions for Christ, his teachings, and his last day church. Not too many of our members have the experience and ability to lead people to decisions just through personal Bible studies. Offering a series of evangelistic biblical sermons on distinctive Adventist teachings meets a critical need today. While a person is listening to a Bible exposition, the Holy Spirit has the best opportunity to bring about conviction. Around the world, with very few exceptions, most new converts to Adventism come through public evangelistic meetings. Churches that hold one or more of them each year will see people come home but it is much better to offer a full series of Bible teachings, 
20 to 30 sermons than a shortened version of 6 to 10 sermons. Seeing the big picture is important for the Holy Spirit to drive home each aspect of God's will. Home at last. In baseball, a home run is scored when the ball is hit in such a way that the batter is able to make a complete circuit of the four bases and reach home safely in one play. Every person in the world needs the four bases, guidance, help, friends and God. These happen more or less sequentially. The more a church keeps this in mind and works accordingly, the greater a fruitful harvest and the more people will reach home. For bibliographical and biblical references on this article and for much more content for pastors and church leaders, please visit ministrymagazine.org.